0: Welcome to Being a Successful Leader with Carl Welty. Carl is a leadership pioneer with years of challenging leadership and consulting experience. Here's Carl with some valuable insights, practical and proven methods for being a successful leader. Uh, Greetings, Carl Welty here and welcome to another episode of Being a Successful Leader. Um, We have weekly episodes uh, and we're in our 30 30 plus uh, already. And it uh, revolves around what I call three leadership imperatives. The first is uh, being a a skillful and self-aware leader. The second is having a sound strategy. And then the third is, is getting people to rally around that. And that's uh, developing a, creating a a culture uh, of commitment. So uh, being a self-aware and skillful leader, a sound strategy and a culture of commitment. The episodes uh, last 15 to 30 minutes. And today's topic is, uh, uh, cognitive skills and, and character, cognitive skills and character skills. It represents, uh, an exciting, uh, uh, piece for me putting it together because there was some new learning for me in here too. And hopefully for you and new learning is always fun and, and good, right? And the, um, episode is, uh, uh, based upon uh, the latest book by Adam Grant. You may be familiar with uh, Adam. He He's put out some pretty good work. He is a uh, organizational psychologist at the Wharton School of Business, and that's at the University of Pennsylvania, a respected professor, author, and lecturer. And his latest book is called uh, Hidden Potential, The Science of Achieving Greater Things. Hidden Potential, The Science of Achieving Greater Things. And it's based on his research and a lot of uh, Evidence-based research, by the way. Um, uh, and he posits that growth is not about the talent or genius you possessed. In other words, your, the natural you, as we called it, your core, uh, but the character you developed. And uh, we'll uh, talk more about that. So, uh, two, two things. Um, in terms of uh, reaching your potential, number one, you need the, the requisite knowledge and skills, whatever uh, uh, talent you're trying to develop here, and then and then you need to couple that with the character skills, and that's what's quite new to us—the character skills. Not that the character skills are new, but they combining of these two uh, sets here. The guy uh, mentioned it's evidence-based. Just one piece of evidence here. He indicates that some early research uh, or, or research uh, on. Uh, 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 young, young children, uh, who have been de- helped to develop, they've nurtured the character skills. And we talk about character skills, talk more about it in a minute, but things like courage, determination, proactivity, things of those sorts. Talk more about that again in just a bit. Uh, they seem to, uh, really, uh, optimize their potential, regardless of their talent base, uh, more than folks uh, that maybe even have a lot more, uh, talent than they do in a particular area. So that's the essence of uh of his findings there and as i as i uh mold over the uh the book and the findings uh I hearken back to uh uh daniel G- goldman's book uh you know some years ago about uh the difference between emotional intelligence and uh uh the intellectual and he he uh claims that and there's some research on this that the emotional uh, the e q Emotional quotient will take people farther than the IQ, intellectual quotient. Um, and it's the same sort of thing here that uh, uh, you can be really smart and so forth. But if you need to uh, or you want to uh, use that uh, wisdom, uh, you need to have the skills to interact with the world. And that's where the emotional intelligence comes in. And then that's where the character skills comes in. So I see some some parallels here. They're not the same thing, but I see some parallels. And by the way, if you've been with me for a while, you know that I use the term level of consciousness versus uh, emotional intelligence. To me, emotional is just a little bit narrow for me. And the uh, level of consciousness to me is the degree to which one is uh, aware of self and others and then use that uh, awareness to uh, enhance the relationships and the uh, communications. I just prefer that uh, much better. Um, okay. So uh, uh Adam Grant contrasts uh, cognitive skills and character skills. I'd like to broaden the cognitive skills to call it competence. I think it's just a little bit easier to understand. And it, it enables, enables us to incorporate some of the things we've talked about in the past. So let's look at the two Uh cognitive uh Co- competence is, is the, uh, uh, developed uh, your natural talent. We all come on the earth with certain natural talents. It's our core, as I called it before. And your competence is the, your ability plus your skill or ability, maybe time skill. And examples, we all have different containers, if you will, abilities, talents, intellectual capability, mechanical capability, physical capability, conceptual, and so forth. So we all have these different, I like to use the term c- containers, talk more about that in a second. And you've heard me, if you've been with us for a while, talk about in the past. Um, and your competence level is your accumulated know-how. Um, and then the character skills are, are more than nurtured versus the natural. The nurtured desire to apply your talent or your competence, if you will, the will to skillfully apply the know-how. And again, uh, uh, examples to repeat the first few, courage, determination, proactivity, uh, discipline, awareness of self and others, uh, experimentation, perseverance, uh, and imperfectionism. Now, that's kind of a strange one, but uh, Grant claims that, you know, some of us who are kind of uh, have a, a trait of perfectionism, uh, we have to get it perfect and and he claims that in order to optimize our potential we need to accept less than perfect and experiment and try and accept failure and learn and go on and i subscribe to that so in this series uh, in terms of the competence uh we've concentrated on the three leadership uh, imperatives and hopefully filled your tank quite a bit with the uh, uh know-how and 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 valuable insights in terms of uh, leadership so we we provided relevant concepts, models, tools, and practice to increase your leadership competence level. Okay. And then the character skills is up to you. I can't do that. That's up to you with these things of uh, moving forward. Uh, uh, but that gets you a nice contrast. Let's talk about uh, what I'll call a conceptual framework here, and we'll build upon some of the things we've done in the past. So a picture of a container, uh, uh, could be a barrel, could be a big, tin container of some sort and you've heard me uh talk about this and and we certainly explored it when we talked about the my model in terms of analyzing and resolving performance discrepancies or performance problems and that was in the uh in in my my book uh, about uh uh the uh building commitment is one of the four pillars or four building blocks and that has to do with uh performance coaching and part of that is able to be able dissect of uh, uh performance concerns for for cause and then treat the cause and so in there uh one of the key determinants is when you have a performance discrepancy is it an ability to skill deficiency in other words, could they do it if they really had to, or is it more of a environmental motivational kind of thing and that was a key part of my model there. And in making that distinction, I uh, built the uh, use the metaphor of the container. So here we go. Uh, picture a container, a big vat, if you will. It's cylindrical container, and uh, and the potential, whatever your container is, you're talking about, your mechanical, your athletic, your whatever. Um, the potential will be the spilling over of the liquid inside the container, and the liquid inside container is your your uh, competence level at any one time. And your competence level goes up and down, you know, depending upon honing your skills and so forth. Or if you haven't honed your skills or use them for a while, they may ebb a little bit. And actually the container, uh, this is the sad part, the container actually can shrink with age, uh, and both mentally and physically. And some of us are aware of that. Okay. So the container is not fixed, unfortunately, it 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 moves too. But the most important concept here is the liquid level it, or the competence level inside your container. And how do you fill that competence, uh, level, whatever, uh, talent we're looking at with your container? Again, mechanical, athletic, uh, mathematical, whatever. Um, uh, self-learning is part of it. You, you, uh, as a leader, you are manager, you get a position, you experiment and you kind of know yourself a little bit and you learn and, and you improve. So self-learning is one way you begin to fill the liquid level inside your container. Uh, education and training, of course, is another one to expedite the filling of the liquid level. Coaching, uh, good coaching is extremely valuable, especially if it coupled out with education and training. And the assignments you may have had and the experiences that you received uh, can move you forward in terms of your competence as a leader or anything. Self-observation and, and deliberate practice, I talked about that continually in this series. Uh it ha- ha- Having you self-improve and self-regulate. By deliberate practice, practice with a concept in mind and then self-observe. All of these are what we can call sources of uh, competency development. Okay. And then the competence level is where your liquid level is at any one time. But in order to optimize that, as, as Grant points out, uh, it, you need your character skills to serve as a catalyst to accelerate this progress. So that's my competency framework for you. And you've got the competency level as we talk about how to fill that you know, with with your different containers of talent. And then the character skills are important to push that, push that forward out into the real world and, and use whatever your level of competence might be. And again, a level of competence is your ability times your skill in any one of your containers. And, and there's a great value for you in understanding this, I believe, and also the people you lead and you manage. Uh, cause you can put this to practice as well as friends and others you may help. Uh, just, to, I'll give you a few examples of how, uh, the character part, I think really, uh, helps, uh, uh, expedite and use our, our competency level, whatever it may be. And I use my oldest daughter. This goes back away. And, um, she had enrolled in a, a university and I got a call from a, a counselor. I don't think he should have said this to me, but, he said, oh, are you, is this Carl? And he asked Carl, well, I want to talk to you about your daughter and, uh, uh, her name and, and, uh, we're happy to have her here and, and we're going to accept her and so forth. And I just have to say in her, her write up about the, 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 who influenced you the most, she mentions you and talk very laudatory about you and so forth and the way you've encouraged her to be her, uh, in terms of pursuing her career. And I, well, I was flabbergasted. I know nothing about this and. Uh, I can't even recall what I ever did or said, but I guess I did kind of the right thing. And it would be wrapped in encouragement. And, and she was maybe a little bit sheepish. She, this goes back a ways now, uh, being a female and going to a four year college. And she wanted to take up accounting and that sort of thing. And so I guess I really did encourage her. And boy, that talk about a proud dad. And so there's a, there's an example of encouraging the character, the character to go ahead. You can do it kind of thing. And that's what Adam Grant's talking about here. Um, she went on to be a, and is, is today a partner in an accountancy and doing, doing very, very well. Um, other examples, uh, uh, to about realizing your potential. Um, I'll use me in this one. Uh, the natural me. Remember me talking about core and the natural me. Uh, when, uh, I would get, uh, knocked off uh, balance, if you will, uh, insulted about something or disagreeing with something. Remember way back when we talk about the different, uh, uh, natural responses to adversity, uh, in terms of our talk patterns, the natural responses are sullen silence or clam up attack, which is whack back and deceiver that's called first letters a sad syndrome because that that's all somebody can do that's pretty sad and this is this is in my book uh, the uh, leadership begins with you you'll find that in there and and my natural mode was sullen silence that's just me that's well i came on on the planet with okay Ain't nothing wrong with that uh, this is my natural style but If each time I clam up when things aren't going right and it's important for me to voice my concern and be authentic and so forth and so on, I've got to learn. I've got to get outside my comfort zone and learn how to interact with the world. And that's where the character skills come in. And so I I said, hey, this is something I've got to work on. Fortunately, I had a a mentor teacher. You may have heard me uh, talk about him in some of our episodes, Bill Pemberton. And he was just, uh, he's a clinical psychologist and just a really godsend for me and really helped me with the, uh, uh, um, constructive communication patterns, which we talk about again in, in the uh, leadership begins with you about being authentic about me and then reaching out to seek to understand you and the talk patterns go with that. So I went out there and began to experiment with that, had the courage to do it, uh, character skill, if you will. So I gained a little competence and then with competence, a little bit more confidence and on and on and on. The same thing happens with you as you get outside your comfort zone, you dare to try some of these things and so forth, your character skills, and you you get a little competence and then a little bit more competence and that adds to your confidence and and there you go so that's an example of me i gave you one of my uh, daughter earlier and uh character skill let me let me give you another one here and this uh, involves my son years ago when he had graduated got an mba uh, and uh, wanted to get into finance and that was his major and his mba and And he was turned down by the finance industry here and there and so forth and so on. Well, you don't have any experience. You don't have any experience. Okay. So we were lucky. We had a an acquaintance who hired him for a brief stint to do some financial work for his small business. And then after that, several months, my son reapplied and bingo, because he has experience. How ridiculous is that? So he had a few months of experience where he was turned on before. And the point I want to get to in terms of the character versus the competence in that particular field is that he worked in construction and worked his way through school. And uh, that to me speaks highly of his character, Uh, a a young man that wanted to do this and not just that a few months of, of uh direct credential experience. So that's looking at the character and not just the credentials. So I'll give you three examples from my, family life there and uh, hopefully that's meaningful to you and drives the point home about the character as well as the competence um now your role as a leader manager in uh, uh building commitment the book my book i talk about four building blocks and just to illustrate that for you here the one was selection and and you you want to use the character part we're talking about here by by going beyond the resume factors and we talked about this at some length uh, we talk about the selection building block in, in my book, uh, uh, building commitment, getting beyond the resume factors and, and, and assess actual performance and progress, not just the credentials. Okay. You want the emergence factor to happen in your selection interview, the true individual rises, not just the, uh, you know, punching their ticket, the credentials, but who are they, their character. And uh, we gave you a method on how to do that, the process about looking at the, uh, uh, position success factors. And, and I also gave you a model there about the, the different levels, if you will, of, uh, of competencies and so forth. You have the outer ring of a concentric circle of knowledge and skills, but you want to get maybe beyond that and get in this, the ring below that, which would be their mental models, how the p- person thinks and, and that sort of thing. And then actual to the core sometimes to the natural talents and, and what have you. So you have a knowledge of skills and the next level is mental models. And then the core, that's all in that chapter there. So I encourage you to read that, but that's some of the things we want to talk about, or we want to dwell on in terms of selection and using the character skill and not just the credential in terms of clarity. That's my second building block in, in uh, building commitment uh, not just in results but also striving and making progress as you you with your associates uh, uh develop uh, clarity around the uh, their roles and their responsibilities uh you need to uh have expectations around both the journey as well as the end result And in coaching, there's a major thing there in guiding success. That's my third building block. And that's where encouragement comes in. Very, very important for you as a leader, manager, and encouraging, helping people to reach their potential. And again, emphasizing not just the competencies, but the character, okay, the character skills. And the last of my four building blocks is growing teams. And that's putting all of that together, synergy at work and and a lot of character development there. All right. Well, hopefully that was meaningful to you like it is to me. And for me, some new learning and some fun. And hopefully the same thing happened uh, for you. Uh, you can uh, review, uh, the uh, podcasts, uh, at any time by uh, going back and re, and tapping into previous episodes or replaying this episode, uh, by, uh, Going to talkradio.net, excuse me, webtalkradio.net, webtalkradio.net. And then you can uh, click on channels and then scroll down to uh, leadership in the workplace and then click on my icon, uh, being a successful leader. And you see all the past episodes of, uh, of, uh, the, the, uh, uh, podcast. And they're there for you to use uh, as you are so willing. And, of course, they're my books. And I have a, a, a book for each of the three leadership imperatives that align with it. And you can get those and by going to my website, Wealthy.com, clicking on Leadership Resources. And then uh, you can see there are the books and a little blurb on each and how to order them if you care to through uh, Barnes & Noble or through Amazon or through the publisher, Ewing's Publishing. So those are resources for you. Okay, a fun episode here, and hopefully a meaningful one for you too. And uh, next next week, we're going to uh, talk about approaches to management. I have four general approaches to management, or uh, managing, I should say, four approaches to managing. And I think you'll find that of interest and all are appropriate. And, and it, uh, depending upon uh, the, the variables, which we'll talk about, uh, you may uh, uh, elect it uh, or or use one over over the others. But it's important to me that you understand and can distinguish amongst them and then make uh, informed decisions, okay? In the meantime, you take care and we'll see you next week.